enjoying the little Stroop waffles and space cakes yet again. What flavor space cake? Uh, I don't know. Space flavored. <laughs> uh, it's Trash South Street. It's Jamie Z. Uh, Lou Sessa. And we'll get around to talking about music at some point. Yeah. What's up? What's new? Uh, nothing. Well, the newest thing is I went over to old Europe. Holland. Holland, the Netherlands. Actually, Holland is only a specific part of oh, the Netherlands. Really? I think it's it's a province or something. Hmm. Anyway. Didn't know that. When you tell people you're going over... I was over there for work, by the way. I'm a male underwear model. Yes. And I was doing a especially risque photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So when you tell people you're going over to work in Europe, it sounds like really cool. Yeah. To Johnny Straphanger. It's like, whoa, you're going to Europe. That's great. It's cultured. It's old. And, and I was pretty much the same way. You know what you discover? What? Most of Europe isn't Paris. Yeah. Most of Europe's like Allentown. So you're really staying in a really boring, nothing happens, uh, rains all the time, is very cold Do bird. you remember um, Harris Rotman that used to come in the comic book store? No, I don't think so. He's a really cool guy, but anyway, he, he had, um, I think he was an engineer or something. Anyway, mm-hmm. he would go overseas all the time. He'd spend a lot of time in Paris. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, how was it? He's like, I don't know. I worked. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you're working, so it's like... He's like, I didn't get to go and hang out. I just worked the whole time. Yeah, pretty much... You work all day, you come home to your hotel room. Get some hookers. You get some prostitutes, smoke, smoke some, some weed, weed yeah. um, do some blow. Yeah. Much like the couple who sat next to me on the plane over <laughs> were likely doing. And that's it. It was like, it was very cold. Um, my tummy was off, so I barely eat. Mm. And I could not be more fucking delighted to come back to the greatest country in the world, Philadelphia. <laughs> A few other notes. You put your Trump hat on. Uh, you might as well. So the thing, so the thing you discover, and maybe it's every country in the world, the North and the South hate each other. Because I was in the Southern Netherlands for most of it, and they all hate Amsterdam. They all hate North. Uh, I guess. The most British insult I see levied against Morrissey, the Maz, yeah, is they call him a Northie. Because apparently, well, North England is our South. Well, he's from uh, Manchester. Yeah, he's a Northie, a fucking Northie. And he's yeah. coming to the Fillmore on yeah. Monday, December 4th or something Yeah, you going to try to see him? Yeah, I'm going to try to see him. I might see him. Let me know, because I'm yeah. gonna, I'll probably going to get tickets. And I, was gonna, yeah. I didn't know if you were interested. I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm legitimately interested. Um, I want to... Now that I... So, originally, I was supposed to go back over there for some ungodly period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, for various reasons, I'm not doing that. So my November is free. That's cool. So there are like two. There were two potential concerts I was going to go to in November. So I'm going to go to at least one of those. Which which concert? Um, the Breeders are playing a show at the beginning okay. of November. Emily, whatever from Metric, is playing mm. a show. Oh, okay. At the UT at the end of November, and I don't. Know, I want to see one of those. Okay. Maybe maybe the Breeders are more likely if the Maz is in play. And then the one thing I want to see this year, I want to try, is I want to see John, John Waters. Waters. Yeah, I remember we were talking about Because I think that's, yeah. He's going to be on his way out soon. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. So that's about what's new with me. You? Well, other than my grandmother dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I went to a show last night. Yeah. At Lava. Have you ever been to Lava? No. Lava's like a, it's actually kind of a cool little place. It's like a, a little library for the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have a... <clears throat> Like an internet, or a, I guess it'd be an internet uh, cafe type thing going yeah. on for people that don't have internet um, connections or whatever. It's pretty cool, like little open space, mm-hmm. but they have shows in there. 
It's also at 41st and Lancaster Ave. Oh, nice. Which is not a nice part of yeah. the city. Pretty much West Philadelphia. Mm. And the last time I went to shows down there was like Starlight 13 <laughs> and The Kill Time. And that was like in the 30s in Lancaster. Mm. Yeah, I, it was pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Um, so me and a couple, one the one bassist from Downtrotter, this one Philly hardcore band, we didn't know if we like you could drink there. Mm-hmm. Didn't say you couldn't drink. Just said no booze outside. So the oh. one, one girl that was hanging out was all like, hey, I'm going to get beer. And I was like, hey, I'll go with you. Yeah. So we went all and get beer, go down the block. Mm-hmm. And while we're walking, some lady just drops trowel, pisses. Oh, classy. So <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. So I was kind of like, that's cool. So then we got, then I got my three Miller lights and yeah. like all the homeless people are trying to get money off you. It just, mm-hmm. it's sad, but it just sucks. And yeah. then they, they they come in the show, the venue, mm-hmm. and they're like, come on. I bought three beers, okay? Yeah. Because I didn't feel like going back. Mm-hmm. And they're big. They're tall boys. So, dude's like, whose beers are those? I'm like, oh, it's the band's. Because I didn't want to say it was mine. Because yeah. I didn't feel it. And so he goes to everybody, whose beers are those? Trying to get a beer. Uh-huh. So I put it underneath the table. And he's like, no, they. Uh, I thought they were your beers. I'm like, no, they're for the band. They're the, for the band. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no. Oh. And if, if one of the people in the band wanted one, I didn't care. Yeah. I would have given him a beer. It didn't matter to me. So, yeah, that was... Uh, so, but it was an actually really fun show. Downtrotter, mm-hmm. female-fronted hardcore band. They're awesome. They're really all nice people, really cool. I forget the next guy. He was um, doing, like, hip-hop to this, like, almost, like, horror-inspired uh, beat to it. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. And he, like, had the uh, a gimp mask on while he was uh, yeah. performing. It was pretty cool. I forget that, what they were called. And then Spirits, which uh, is Mark's favorite band, played. Oh. And uh, they were awesome. They were really, really good. And then we left. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was uh, my Saturday night. Oh. You know what my Saturday night was? What? I honestly don't fucking remember. <laughs> it was just uh, yesterday. I know. I'm trying. I didn't do anything. I think I think I went for a walk that was way too long. And I watched uh, a movie that we'll discuss mm. later in this very podcast. And I saw chickens yesterday, too. Yeah. I went for a run uh, at the River Trail. Mm-hmm. And um, get out of my car, put my iPod on, and there's four chickens. Yeah. Just hanging out. That's cool. And then the park ranger came, and he's like, I don't know what to do. You know, they're the tuna of the land. Or... Uh, huh? They're the, the tuna, tuna of the land. land. Chickens are the tuna of the land. Yeah, so it's either someone dumped them or uh, they escaped. But oh. I don't think there's that. The closest farm is probably the one um, off Pauling's Road. Yeah, but people have chickens around. Like, yeah. I've seen them going down uh, that road that sort of, I don't know. That road that's kind of near your place. Yeah, people have chickens right by yeah. my place, actually. Maybe they escape. It's like a fun little Disney adventure. And Maybe. They're like, let's escape. And one of them's like a dumb chicken. <laughs> and the other ones are smart chickens. I guess. I don't know. So I have a, a, a two little pieces of news. Mm-hmm. First, David J. Okay. Of uh, Love and Rockets and Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Will be playing a few shows oh, with cool. Peter Murphy. Oh, cool. Which... Is also remarkable because that was a somewhat acrimonious mm-hmm. split, and then when they got together to like record an album in like the early two thousands, they didn't tour because they all hated each other. <laughs> so maybe they mellow out in their old age. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's cool. Number two. So actually, there's three pieces of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garbage is playing 2.0 the entire album. It's awesome at the O2 Theater in London. London Town, which hopefully means they'll be touring that album. I think they will. Which I think is the one everyone wants to. <laughs> yeah, like all garbage. Like, like I tried to see the first one, couldn't quite do it. They've had very few tour dates. This one I feel like is the one you have to see. Unfortunately, like what's next? Beautiful garbage, which is probably their like 
least it's successful their, um, and probably like I like the album. It's it's, it's, it's not very my much their uh, their African child. If <laughs> yes, get yes. To the Greek. Um, like they're not gonna. I wonder if they'll tour for that. I don't think so. <laughs> Final. The most important news. Yeah. Fuller House season three is uh, now on Netflix. Who cares? I oh, everyone does. No. I have not sat down with my friends DJ Donna Jean and uh, all the rest of the Tanner clan and their dog Comet too. It's dumb. And it's dumbly great. As soon as I have a free moment in the schedule, I'm gonna marathon that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that. I will. I am, and you'll hear about it on this podcast. <laughs> how about we talk about some musics? Sure. Actually, why first, not? how about we plug our friend Jenks. Yes. Do you know Jenks from this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you know Jenks. Everyone knows Do you know him. Jenks from many scarved designs of Sons of Ben? He actually um, made it in some um, publication with like best scarves and stuff. It yeah. was pretty cool. So anyway, Jenks, company, Lime Pickle Designs, mm-hmm. does a bunch of scarves, does a bunch of graphic designs, has a bunch of cool shirts out. Google, yeah, Google design. Um, I think he has some stuff on Threadless too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jenks, we love you. I could just I fixate on the the word pickle and anything. I always think, what <laughs> uh, Captain Pickle Sword, which that is also sword. not his name. Yeah, I know. I had to I had to restrain not saying that <laughs> around someone the other. Day. So yes, lime pickle designs. Yes. All right, but let's talk about music now. Sure. Another band that's maybe hurting for publicity and in dire need of our endorsement. <laughs> I actually talked to Jenks about this album, too. Yeah, good. Queens of the Stone Age, Villains, off Matador Records, their seventh studio album, mm-hmm. I believe came out September 25th. It actually came out, well, no, August, August 25th. Yeah, I got the, it, I think, I'll say September the 25th. day we recorded yeah. our last podcast. And it took me forever. They sent my record to... Somewhere, somewhere mm-hmm. else in the country, it got sent to like Philadelphia and then to like West Virginia and oh. then back. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. It took a week for me to get it. Yeah, well, I didn't think they had anything that would play music in West Virginia, <laughs> but banjos. <laughs> so what do you think, villains? Mm, excuse me, I was drinking one of my fancy coffees. Um, I loved it. I thought it was really, really could good. not get enough of it. Has a real like funk heavy mm-hmm. disco feel to it. The first half, at least. The second the first, half is a little mellower. Yeah, no, I agree. The f- fakey synth, I'm, I'm, for whatever reason... There's a lot more synth in this that I remember, and it, but it works perfectly in it. In my it opinion. works perfectly, and it actually, this is my thought. I had to go back and check. It almost gives it a feel of a concept album because the fake synth, like, sort of... I'm going to use a, a snobby music word. The leitmotif of the fake synth, like, appears, like, it pops up in various songs, mm-hmm. but it's not a it's not a concept. I guess, yeah. it, unless villains are concept albums. I don't know. But no, it's really good. So yeah, I just yeah, I liked how it almost sounded like bluesy to electro to rock. To yeah, like, yeah, it was it, just really cool. It, it bounced around. Um, Jenks, I think Jenks said it was one of his favorite Queen's albums. He really, really liked it. I might agree. I'm trying to go back now. My, I'd have to listen to him more. Yeah, me too. I would. I almost want to say Rated R, the first, very first one, mm-hmm. might be my first, uh, my favorite one. Yeah. But I listened to that like way after the fact. I'm yeah, like, I don't even know. Uh, I probably bought it maybe 10 years ago or something. Yeah, it's just like sitting in like, what you do? Well, I think when I first got into Queens, it was Lullabies to the... Lullabies to Paralyze, which I think is actually where I start to really... And that's a really good album, too. Yeah. Era Vulgaris, I really like. I actually bought it when the one song, No One Knows, like that's when I Mm -hmm. first knew who Queens of the Stone Age were. Um, But I never really... I had the CD, but I never really listened more than that song. Mm -hmm. And and, and then Lullabies... As I was interested to hear Shirley Manson and Brody do 
um, they were supposed to do backing vocals. Yeah, for one of the songs. You got a killer scene there, man. Song, I think, yeah. which is like a good song. I really got into them for some reason when I was in Denver a couple years ago. They're good. They're awesome. Uh, like actually, it would have been three years ago because someone <laughs> was born when I was in Denver. Um, and, you know, I tend to fixate on different songs whenever I'm in a new city. Mm-hmm. Like, just something easy to listen to. And I was just like, I really got into Queens then. Anyway. What's your favorite songs? That's a good question. So I have a few notes. The first song, Feet Don't Fail Me Now. It's a classic like, Queen song. In classic Queen song. It starts a very quite goats like, anthemic sci-fi, 70s sci-fi music build. Um, it really sounds like it should be playing... In the beginning of a John Carpenter movie. <laughs> it may just because of the fake synth. Maybe. Head Like a Haunted House. That's one of my favorites. Which is, yeah, their so most glamorous song. That's probably my favorite song. I have that in the way you used to do. There's just something catchy and dancey about that yeah. that I just really like. Like, Evil Has Landed isn't my favorite, but it's so... <laughs> it's like you 70s arena rock. Yeah, it's, that's exactly. <laughs> it is so riff-heavy and, like, arena rock. So, the last song, I forget exactly what it's called. I think it's, a, it's either the last song or the second to last mm-hmm. song. Reminds me of a garbage song. Yeah. Without Shirley singing, yeah, is that it had the, it's totally like a Butch Vig esque. But I'm like, this mm-hmm. is a garbage song. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. It's not Evil Has Landed, is it? Mm. No, Evil Has Landed is the one. It's it's like called like Villains something something. I don't know. I know the one you're talking about though. If we are a better show. We probably know, but we're not that good. Um, <laughs> the other song I really became fascinated by, and it's not my favorite song, but lyrically I think it is. Domesticated Animals. It's a good song, yeah. There's like a counter narrative in the, um, I guess the chorus where it's like, tell us where the gold is. And it seems to be about the co-opting of a revolution for for monetary gain mm-hmm. or for personal agendas. And it's like a lot of the songs on this album seem to be either about a conformity and nonconformity or yeah. isolation. But no, I really loved I loved it. You know what Queen sometimes will remind me of? What? If Pink Floyd was more rock and roll. Yeah, I think they would be a natural outgrowth. Um, this one, I felt like it was like less psychedelic than some of their albums. No, definitely. Then, it wasn't as much stoner rock, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I always like how Hami's like has almost effeminate vocals at some points when he does his falsetto. Yeah. And got the hiccups. But, oh, excuse me. I better cut that out. I ain't gonna cut that out. That's gold. Probably the best part of that interview. <laughs> Or, ah. Review. So, yeah, whatever. So, anyway, yeah, I really liked it. Um, yes. You know, and all this I can say, I'm, I'm kicking myself that I didn't see him in Philly. I would have saw him, but I had a class, and mm-hmm. I, unfortunately. It was the day before I flew out, so. Uh, yeah, it would have been a little tough. Yeah. They were, yeah, they're awesome live. I think, I have a feeling they might, I heard that Nine Inch Nails might be touring again. Yeah, I think, well, they came with that album, which I have yet to listen yeah, to. Yeah, me too. So, I wonder if, like, they would go on a tour with Nine Inch Nails. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. I tell myself. <laughs> mm. And then they'll invite me up on stage. Because I know Nine Inch Nails just played um, Riot Fest. Yeah. They were one, so did Queens. Yeah. So and so like, did Jawbreaker. Yeah, I know Jawbreaker. Which were like, I guess, the the three draws. Yeah. Didn't, um, no, Iggy Pop, I think, played last year. He might, well, he probably did when they were touring um, post-pop depression. Probably. Which, incidentally, you can hear some of that on this album, some of that. I can uh, see that. Collaborative. I have, I have the, I have the record. Yeah. So, thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm giving a thumbs up into my microphone. Yeah. Which you can't see unless you're a premium subscriber. (laughs) All right. So, that would be villains. Villains. What else do you want me to go? You go next. LCD Sound System. Yes. American Dream came out September 1st. And it is their fourth album on DFA in Columbia. Mm. 
It's their first album since this is happening in 2010. I forget what year he said they were done. Was it like 2012 or something like that? Yeah. 2011. And he was like, we're done. But he never like, he was like, mm -hmm. he hinted he'd come back more mm -hmm. or less, but he was like, I'm not. So anyway, one little thing I thought was interesting. He was uh, going to be a co-producer on Blackstar. Oh. Which nice. I didn't know. I, I actually read that. Because um, there's a lot of Bowie-esque stuff about yeah. the, uh, this new album. So I, I'm a big LCD sound system fan, and I had no idea what to expect. I, didn't, I don't set the bar too high, <laughs> to be honest, but uh, like the last three LCD sound systems are just like really, really good mm -hmm. albums. This followed suit. Like it did not disappoint. There's no, it's over an hour. There's no song that is standout-ish in my opinion. It just flows so well together. It's like, yeah, it's like almost someone's near like perfect. Yeah, like mixing them. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I read somewhere where he was almost saying this was an apology. Apology for what? To the fans saying, like, I didn't mean to, like, quit and then come back. Oh. Kind of. I, don't, I never really saw that. Yeah. The, the first singles that came out, I think, were, were I know it was Call the, Call the Police, and then maybe Tonight and American Dream. And when I first heard him on SNL, when they played him, I was like, eh, we're all right. Like, yeah. It wasn't anything. But the way they're brought in and intertwined into this album, I think it works mm -hmm. perfectly. I like the songs even better. Other Voice is, I think, the second song on the album. It reminds me a little tiny, tiny bit of Inoculus, just because there's a female singer like talking. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah I really like that. Monotone. I was uh, mopping my floor to Other Voices. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's yeah, an really awesome good. song. Um, How Do You Sleep It's another song I really like. It almost has like a Pink Floyd, and is there anybody else? Like, it just kind of reminded me of that. My other uh, favorite song is Emotional Haircut, second to the last song on the album, and it has, like, a Gary Newman... Is it Gary Newman? It's Cars. Yeah. Cars and Bowie feel to it. Mm -hmm. It's just really cool, and it's a longer song. As I said, there's no really big single, but it just... Everything works on the album, and it's just placed perfectly. There's no real hard dance beat songs, um, but it's not, it's not, like, lacking it mm -hmm. at, uh, or anything. It's, like, a very mature growing older feel to it. Yeah, it actually reminded me, and I was thinking like, Change Your Mind is one I really liked. I liked mm -hmm. them all, I liked the whole album, it was really great. Somewhere between Aladdin Sane mm -hmm. and uh, a Talking Heads B-side. I could see that. Cause I get to like, it sounds like kind of like, like with what's going on in the background. Mm -hmm. There's like a very big nod to like Bowie, New Wave Yeah, very sound. glam, New Wave, it was great. But it's done interestingly, mm -hmm. it's not just redoing it in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, so LCD sound system. Mm -hmm. the, I I reviewed this two weeks ago, so it probably sounds a little stale, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I definitely go out and get it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a double LP. Uh, thanks again to Glenn for picking that up for me. Ah. So that sounds like an invitation for me to do my next. Oh, Ooh. that's the kind of comic genius I'm known for. <laughs> Filthy friends. Mm -hmm. Invitation off of Kill Rock Stars. For the last time, because I feel like I've had this conversation several times, the Filthy Friends, Supergroup Filthy Friend, Friend, oh, it's hard to say, Filthy Friends, would be Corn Tucker on vocals, Peter Buck of R.E.M., founding member of R.E.M., guitarist, on guitar, um, Kurt Block and Scott McCahey of the Minus Five. Minus Five, I had to check to, is another one of Peter Buck's side projects. And then Bill Rifflin, who played on, among other things, Ministry. He's a drummer for, he was oh, drummer okay. for Ministry for a while, KDFM, Nine Inch Nails, a whole bunch of other things. And most recently, King Crimson. Oh, cool. You know, King Crimson. Yes, I know King Crimson. <laughs> Sadly, me too. 
And uh, they got together. They started performing, I think, in 2012, actually, as a Bowie cover band. <laughs> and they put out their first full-length album, Invitation. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I thought it was good. It's a bit more laid back. It's a bit more straightforward than some of the things I listen to. They are a fan of the the ascending harmony. Mm-hmm. The do 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 do, and the whole album has kind of like lyrically a country sensibility. Aside from the few songs that are straight up country songs, like uh, oh shit, the one about you and your king. Yeah, yeah. I would say Comeback Sally. That's my favorite. Which song. I actually had to check. To see, because I was like, I wonder if this is, is like a 1980s, it's not a cover, but I was like, uh. is this a Rolling Stones cover? But it sounds like a bluesier Stones song. And I really liked it, it's good, it's like, uh, it's fun at times. It actually reminded me of Fleetwood Mac. What it reminded me of, it reminded me of Older Blondie. Yeah, yeah. Um, off of like Auto American, not like the Rapture or anything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a Go Through It. Where she's kind of doing more, like there's a little bit of country that comes through. Yeah. And I'll have to play a couple songs because there's, mm-hmm. there's a few that, that I was, yeah. uh, could compare it um, to. Like a couple songs, like I said, early on especially, as I get sound like Fleetwood Mac. God help us, a few Slater Kinney-esque songs such as uh, Arrival or No Forgotten It's Sun. funny though, when, when you sent it to me, I was like, God, this sounds exactly like Slater Kinney See, first. I didn't think so at first. And then I was like, oh, it's Corn and Tucker. Um, well, that's why. It sounds a lot like, uh, like... And then I was like, Peter Buck, ugh. I know. Well, I know you're not. A big, I'm. I'm very indifferent to REM, to be honest with you. Other I like some nice. of their stuff, but I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. Well, it's, it's best not to say anything. Fortunately, their relevance is pretty much gone. Um, I tell you the the Peter Buck, Slater Kinney story. I told Matthew. I think. I don't remember. You might have. So basically, I'll tell it again. Peter Buck was at a Slater Kinney sl- show, mm-hmm. and he ran into Carrie Brownstein, and he's like, "You, you kids are really good." But that probably doesn't mean much coming like from an old fossil like me. And uh, <laughs> Carrie goes, "Yeah, you're right," and just walks away. And Corn, who is a big REM fan, likes like likes like I almost I was gonna strangle the bitch because like I, he's like I swear to God, if he thinks that like I'm you, we're never the band's done. But that always made, also made me love Carrie Brownstein more because <laughs> That's yeah, pretty awesome. I mean REM's weird. REM and YouTube occupies you two occupy sort of the same space as sort of like that pre alt college rock bands yeah. that all the like Bat Dance, like the classic good song Bat Dance. <laughs> I love Vicky Van. Vicky Van. Uh, not bad. What a, what, what are you thinking of? No, I know Shiny Happy People is just a great REM song. Oh. I have to say. I'm trying to think of U2's one. I thought that, Oh, they did um Hold Me, Kill Me, Kiss Me. Yeah, which is an unknown. Are you trying to think of Yeah, I thought they did something really bad. Oh, like a lot of this. Like that album that they made everyone take on iTunes. And I didn't even listen to it. And they were in that awful movie. They were in that awful movie? Bono was in uh, that stupid, the worst movie we ever saw. Oh, oh, Across the Universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the second like, worst movie. All you do is I'm going like, worst movie we ever second saw. Oh. You're like Dr. Parnassus. Oh, Across the Universe. Uh, Across the Universe <laughs> I think was worse than Dr. Parnassus. I think Dr. Parnassus was the worst. I feel like they... And we saw Dragon Wars. <laughs> Dragon Wars was awesome. Dragon Wars was entertaining for what it was. I don't... Well, we didn't go to see that. We went to see, what, Marie Antoinette, I think? Yeah. And, and they like, screwed up on the time. So we so... saw Dragon Wars. It was either that or... No, I think we went to see Marie. Because we I thought we seen... saw Departed when we were trying to see Marie We Antoinette. snuck in and saw part of it. No, yeah. we ended up... We either came back like like within two nights and saw Marie Antoinette yeah. or, or we popped theaters or something. I think we probably came back. Because they kept screwing up times. Remember we saw that movie The Forgotten or something with Julianne Moore? And oh. it was like, the time was totally messed up. And they're like, mm-hmm. don't go by the paper. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, that's Before the purpose they had of the paper. Uh, 
like Doctor Parnassus, I feel like gets a bit of a pass just because like no, Keith Ledger died and they tried to make something. So into bad. It. I'm sorry, but across the universe because it didn't even stick to its own premise at one point, and it's like we're just gonna start singing Beatles songs and have people act them out. Well, the thing is, okay, across the universe had a plot, a, a feasible plot within the first yeah. five minutes. I remember turning to you during Parnassus, mm-hmm. a half hour in, going, "What?" Is going on in this movie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, there was no plot. Yeah. <laughs> but Jude's in the closet. Don't you understand? Uh, and then Sadie. she meets... Or Sadie. Oh, so fucking confusing. And then, like... Sexy Sadie. Maybe that'll be one more review at some point. Oh, so. I won't watch it again. Oh, I'll watch it again. No. I just remember, yeah, Bono was not that. It was bad. And <laughs> the other funny thing was, so, Across the Universe is a Beatles musical. Oh, that's so bad. Where they all have, like, this is Maxwell... And this is Johnny Beetle. This is and, Jimmy Johnny uh, Hendrix. Yeah, Johnny Hendrix and uh, and Joni Joplin. <laughs> I mean, it was that bad. And it was like one of those we each wanted to leave, but didn't want to say anything to the other. And then we I got to a point to see where, how this damn movie ended. Yeah, but I think we both agreed. Like, if one was like, "Let's just go," we probably would have got up and left. Yeah, it was bad. It was not a good movie. <laughs> and then everyone, you hear people like, "It's so great. We're dumb. We're fucking mouth breathers." Ugh. Oh, that's awful. I'm going to make another... While we're off on this super tangent as we get farther and farther away from my review, I'm going to make a controversial comment. What? People who like fast zombies like it because it alleviates them, alleviates them of the responsibility of thinking. True. It's like, I don't have to consider why this movie's scary. Fast zombies. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, the greatness of Ramiro zombies is the, like, the enemy's more yourself. Man. And to end people come back from the dead. Yes. But, oh, Lord, let's see. Let me pull this back. And R.I.P. George Romero. Yeah, George Romero's dead. Yeah. Like democracy. Um, oh, I don't, we're so far off the fucking rails <laughs> with this one. The first song, Despierta, is actually an anti-Trump protest song. Really? I only know because I'm reading Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I liked Any Kind of Crowd and Makers. Even though I... So Makers, I generally hate songs... When musicians write about being musicians mm-hmm. and how great it is to be a musician. And that's what that song is about, but I kind of like it. I didn't really read any of the lyrics, so I listened to it on Bandcamp. Yeah, I listened to it on my iPod because I bought it. Mm-hmm. But no, I liked it. It's a good departure. No, I liked it Change as well. from the usual stuff. There are some foxes on the cover of the CD. Foxes. And they're dirty because they make foxes are actually They're filthy. Animals. They are filthy and they're friends. Friends, yes. Yes. And that's it. And game. And the end. Go home. Go Ezra uh, Arrow Kyer. He's got a new album out. Uh, I think it comes out on Friday. Um, yeah, it's coming out the 25th. Yeah, I have it pre-ordered. <clears throat> anyway, he has two singles out. It's on Anxious and Angry. Mm-hmm. And the one song, Speaker in the Sky. Very Morning Glory-esque. It's kind of unpolished and he has more of a gravelly screaming lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. Did you see like the video? He, he is a pilot. He yeah. actually is a pilot. So, Pretty cool. That one I thought, like, before he really started to kind of get into it, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be the, the ending song of the next Wes Anderson movie. I could see that. And then he also, you know, he starts... Gets into it, like, yeah. Maybe not so much. And the other single is Let It Go. It's a little slower, more... It starts with uh, him with the piano and vocals, and it kind so of gradually goes. It his Leonard Cohen song. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's also, it's yeah, really I liked song. them both, yeah. It's more like acoustic. If you like Morning Glory mm-hmm. or like uh, Ezra, you will most likely like this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's very like personal, and he's been through a lot of crap. And yeah. 
Uh, I like them. So go buy pre-order that album. Yeah, I'll be anxious. I'll probably listen to it. I'll let you, if you, I can send you. I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. Yeah. Well, I think Ryan, I listen to Ryan's podcast, and he was going to start shipping out on Friday. So I got the a combo. I got a shirt and, mm-hmm. and a record. Um, I think he said he was going to try to email people with a download code. So yeah. cool. If I get two, I'll give one to you. So. Oh, nice. So right. yeah, Ezra Kyer. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the. I guess I think the record is going to be called Speaker in the Sky, but I could be wrong. Uh, so yes, it's awesome. Like the songs are really cool. Yeah. So, as everything with him, even Morning Glory, it's like a very big build up, and then it's like an explosion at mm-hmm. the end. But not explosion, explosion. But it's yeah. Just, well, in many ways, Jamie, this podcast is devoted to old business. Yes. Like. Queens of Stone Age was old business. Mm-hmm. Janks. Oh, I got business. the new Mets album too. Oh, how's that? It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to, I would have reviewed it, but I just got it yesterday. So, yeah. It almost reminds me of the horrors. A oh, really? Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've kind of. Um, it's still noise rock, but it's mm-hmm. like t- taken down a notch to a point. It has almost like a little bit of a yeah, like a horrors kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say new wave-ish, but it's oh. good. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No problem. <laughs> so two podcasts ago. I said I would watch and review Grease 2. Woo! No. I want to see O-O-L-R-I-D-E-R. So, I want to cool ride The fact that you know that it is... Hey, Paula, take a look over here. I'm your king. <laughs> Shut up. No, so... Sorry. Yeah, there's, there's a song about it that's all about bowling and fucking. <laughs> yes. So, Grease 2. Mm-hmm. Here are my notes, my collected notes. See, I wrote notes. First thing is... Stephanie Zanoni. <laughs> um, good old... Uh, oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. It's Michael. Michael. It's Michael. I was like, he gets away from not having a good English accent by talking real soft. But he's English. But it's like, he he speaks so softly. It's like, it's like what I would do if I was trying to fake an accent. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe he's all fucked up. I don't know. That's what I knew. Before he was Rex Man- uh, Manning, I knew him as Oh, Michael. I know him as Rex Manning. Yeah. Oh, Rexy. Yes, so sexy. And I'm also not sure why he's a nerd because he's basically like Brad Pitt in 1961. <laughs> Here are my notes. Starts out essentially like, like a Van Halen video. <laughs> and the teachers are like, let's do school. And then they all freak the fuck out. Oh. Reproduction. Reproduction. I'll say this. <laughs> That's the best song in the thing, by the way. Miss McKee and Blanche. Lesbian lovers, definitely. <laughs> Miss, Forgot about them. I did. Miss Mason, cougar slut. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, or equals pants, equals slut. But in 1961, when it takes she place... She is gorgeous in that movie. She is one of her first... Well, I remember, what's her first movie? I think it was like she had done Starface, a few TV but, things. But she's... Yeah, she's gorgeous. But I so have... Young. Yeah, so my... Yeah, she's the only character wearing, like, woman wearing jeans. Like, clam diggers or something in high school. But... Being a slut in 1961 means you just smoke a lot of cigarettes, which he mm-hmm. also does. Yeah. Um, Johnny is supports my theory that it's an asshole name that people use when they want a character to be an asshole. We covered Miss Mason, the cougar slut. So what are your favorite Michelle, parts of the What a movie. fucking art. Let's see, I'm just reading. Sid Caesar, I kind of like. The T-Birds. The T must stand for two fucking pussy <laughs> because they're the most pussy gang ever. <laughs> Michael and Woodchuck having a weird sexual relationship cool rider i just have the word jesus <laughs> um and then finally what the fuck is frenchie doing with that reflux column I don't so it doesn't matter so there's basically a couple scenes where frenchie so frenchie of course is the aside from the teachers yeah 
The, she's the only... She's the bridge character. She's even. the bridge from Grease 1. I, I like how you still haven't seen the first Grease, but you've watched Grease no, 2. No, no. You've tortured yourself. But I know that Michael is Olivia Newton-John's cousin. Yeah, something like that. Or yeah. something. But I forgot Frenchie, about it. So Frenchie drops out of high school but goes back... She drops out to go to beauty school in yeah. the first one, and then um, beauty school doesn't work very well for her. Yeah, because she's she's not very good at it. She's not. Yeah, so she goes to learn chemistry to open a cosmetics company. I think you might need more than high school chemistry. <laughs> but I'm fascinated in movies when they have a science lab scene, and they just have like glassware filled with like just beakers, beakers, and it's all like colored water. It's hypnotic. My favorite part. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna tell me your favorite part, and I'm gonna tell you one part that still enrages me from this day. Reproduction. Reproduction. Which is all about, again, fucking, and it's Tap Hunter. Is that Tap Hunter? Yeah, I don't know. I never realized that. I never either. I I haven't seen Breeze 2 in probably about 10, 15 Um, years, but I didn't even realize it was Tap Hunter. So he, yes, the song all about, like, first it's like planters, like, this demon, and like, sometimes we're gonna show it. His voice is cracking. Yeah. I was like, what what am I fucking watching? Um, and then yeah, the cool rider, the final set, so it's like a talent show, and Michelle Pfeiffer looks like she's fucking roofied up when she goes to singers. She really does like, like she got like fucking slipped, uh, some 60s date. Well, she thinks, uh, Michael's dead. What do you think? She's dumb. <laughs> the one song that enrages me yeah. is Charades. I hate that song. Yeah. Like, No Tomorrow. When we would watch it, my sister used to torture me. Well, not torture me, because I, mm-hmm. I would watch it anyway. But she used to watch it, like, every other day yeah. when we were growing up. And charades would come on, and we'd be like, ugh, this is the dumbest song ever. We'd just fast forward through it. But I love Cool Rider. And it's all about, like... And, you know, Stephanie Zanoni's like, she wears pants, and she works at a gas station. Yeah. She's just tough broad. She's a tough cookie. But yeah. I'll say this. You can tell that, like... Like, knowing that Michelle Pfeiffer would be the one who had a, a mainstream career. What was um, well, Johnny's yeah. girlfriend's name? I can't remember. Well, Paulette, Paulette. Paulette, yeah. yeah. So, in the scene where you first meet the cool rider... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get... All right, let me give you a quick synopsis. Michael, an English nerd, comes to high school, and everyone hates him for, like, two seconds, and he's in love with Michelle Pfeiffer, who's a pink lady. So, he decides... It's, it's known that you had to be like, uh, she wants to do with a motor, a cool rider, a guy with a motorcycle. Yeah. So for some reason, the T-Birds who like were mean to Michael all come to him asking for him to write their term papers. So he buys a motorcycle and learns to ride and he becomes like this mass figure, the cool rider. Yeah. And he saves like everyone from the evil motorcycle gang that I, I quite honestly the fucking forgot about. Till the scorpions. End. Yeah, the scorpions. They're Dude, in the first. They all look like, by the way, they're all in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Papers. And then Woodchuck is like the mascot. Is it Sean Astin who's I sort of in the T-Birds? I'm not sure. I don't think so, though. I think he would have been too young. Woodchuck, I think, is... She might be the youngest daughter in the the great movie Easy Money. I haven't seen it. Rodney Dangerfield. I haven't seen it. But she years. might also... Be, it might be the same. I think she's the young kid sister in American Graffiti. Wasn't one of the... Older T bird, like isn't Woodchuck supposed to be like a freshman or something? Yeah, and, she's and like, like the eighteen year old boys, like ho- like. Well, that's why it's so fucked up, and like, <laughs> it's it's it should be called um, implied consent the movie because it's like <laughs> they're not exactly woke, and it's the dudes trying to fuck the chicks and not taking no for an answer. The the one the music appreciation teacher wanting to fuck like the male student wanting to fuck uh, Joe Piscopo, and. <laughs> 
And I think, like, Sid Caesar wants to kind of get one of the boys in the ding-a-ling hole. <laughs> and it's just, like, disturbing. And, like I said, Michael is, like, and Woodchuck, he's doing some bad things to her, maybe. Or she's doing some bad things to him. And Michelle Pfeiffer, like, she is so fucking wackadoo, like, in the, the talent show. Oh, there's a talent show going on. <laughs> For some reason. Oh, and the T-Birds, like, beat up, like, the... The nerds. The, the nerds in the, who are... Yeah. In the shower. Don't they, like, do something in the yeah, shower? They, yeah, exactly. Something in the shower. <laughs> so, oh, here's my point. Let me finish my point, then we can talk. This is where you can tell Michelle Pfeiffer is... Was a great actress and was going to be the one that comes out. So, the first scene when the cool rider, like, arrives at the movie theater... Mm-hmm. And she's looking at him. She's making, like... I'm about to come eyes at him. She's eye-raping him, and it's like, wow, that's the most believable thing in the movie. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, so what is your uh, overall wrap-up, what you think of the movie? It's about dirty, dirty sex. And Do you feel like you wasted time watching Yeah, I did. I, it was an effort to get through. I had to watch it. Like, I tell you, I made it up to The Cool Rider... Then I sort of like started skipping ahead a bit because like I get the gist of it. Weren't you like I'd rather watch Back to the Beach? Yes. <laughs> well, like here's the because they do that like uh, they're carrying out the king and queen of the prom. Rockabula luau. Yeah, and that's uh, they do the luau. Oh, I love Back to the Back Beach. to the Beach is so good. I kind of want to watch it again. The nearest comparison I could come to, but it's not a good comparison, would be how there was Rock and Roll High School and Rock and Roll High School Forever. Yeah. This no my people. But like, I would watch Rock and Roll High School Forever. Uh, a thousand games. times. I, I would that. never fucking watch Grease 2 again. <laughs> I'll probably watch Grease 1 just to see how much better it may or may not be. It's better. I forgot about Rock and Roll High School Forever. I, I, I just, because we always go me and Rose go, this no my pee. This no my pee. I only saw parts of the first Rock and Roll High School I vaguely remember, I've seen that like years ago, but I've seen Rock and Roll High School forever. He used to be in a prism all the time. It was during when like, uh, Corey Feldman was a big character, and he always dressed like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. bad. The Eradicators. The Eradicators. I think that was the name of the Yeah, The Eradicators. What was the name? Oh, uh, It was Principal Vader. Vader, yeah. And she had like a hook for a hand. Yeah. And she was like, had a thing. I got to like, go, maybe I'll uh, Netflix it. I started Netflix and again, I watched um, Cannibal Ferrex. Fer- yeah, how's that? that? No, I've never seen it. It's a... Or did I? Was it... Did they play it at a Spider-Fest one year? I think they did. Either that or Cannibal. Yeah, they did play it. I, I think I have seen it, but I don't it's remember. It's a cannibalism it. movie. Yeah. Oh. But it was like banned for... It was banned in uh, here in different countries for a long while. Yeah, I think I did see it. it, it Green Inferno is very, very... Um, an homage to parts of it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's actually really, really good. I, yeah. I thought it was good. It's funny, though... Like, the stuff that's shocking back then, like, it doesn't even, like, phase yeah, you. Yeah, we've been. I, ha- I still have not seen Cannibal Holocaust, though. I have that coming soon. Mm. So I've been, yeah, watching a bunch of horror movies. I watched... Not a bunch of horror movies. I watched Hannah and Her Sisters. Never saw that. It's a really good movie about nothing. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm on a Woody Allen kick. So I watched his the documentary on Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a Woody Allen kick. It's the cool. American Fellini. I'm not a really big... Woody Allen fan. I wasn't, but I am now. I don't. I just click. I think. Uh, I think the last thing I saw was Match Point, and it kind of like was. It was a good movie, but it was a total turnoff to me. Why? Well, because he yeah. got away with it. And he's like such a dick. I thought it was clever. Uh, I hope he gets shot in the street. <laughs> he's probably living like a mega rich life. Probably. But um. Yeah. What else you got going on? Are you gonna see any movies uh, for? I did see. I've seen a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw It. Yeah, who cares? It was good. And I saw the movie everyone's sort of talking about. Mother. 
Mother. That's what I thought. I was like, it would be great if, like, the greatest end of this movie is if they end it with the song <laughs> Mother. It's fucked up. I'm glad I saw it. I don't think I could watch it again anytime soon. Really? You... It, it How was, long was it? Is it long? Is it, like two it felt like it was 18 hours long. It felt really? Like. I, no, I think it's like over two. Okay. I want to. I, I don't know if I'll have time this week, but maybe next week. So. And Michelle Pfeiffer's in that one. Ooh. She's a total fucking bitch. It's great. She does a really good job. I like Michelle Pfeiffer because she like disappeared for a while because she just wanted to raise her kids, I believe. And then she was like, yeah, I guess I'll... She just picks what she wants to do, more or less. Yeah. Isn't she married to like David E. Kelly that did... Yeah, I think TV? she is, yeah. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, I used to like her a lot. Well, I still do, but yeah, she disappeared for a long time. Yeah, good for her. I think she just didn't want to be that lady yeah. or that girl. That it wasn't girl. like her younger sister an actress on TV for a while? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Or I think it's Sybil Shepard's younger sister. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe both of theirs and they had a baby. <gasps> no, I don't think that's true. Babies. Oh, you know what I went and rewatched again? Carrie Fisher's Wishful Drinking. Yeah. That's like good. Yeah. Poor Carrie. Poor I miss Carrie. Yeah, I do too. Well, She's funny. Yeah. Oh, she's in uh, Hannah and Her Sisters. Is she? Yeah. Is she doing the drugs? Probably in real life. Um... I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, she, Actually, you figure mid '80s. Yeah, she was probably doing a lot of drugs. Well, so. she was saying, um, "Well, wishful drinking is kind of old. Not super old, but it's yeah. at least five plus years old." Um, mm-hmm. How she always wanted to get like an award for like her writing or something, like that. Mm-hmm. she never got it. But she gets awarded left and right for having a bipolar. Yeah, <laughs> like she gets all these awards for being yeah. mentally unfit. She talks about because uh, you got me the Princess Leia Diaries. Yeah, one thing she talks about. In the big, so the big reveal of that book, when we all secretly suspected, was she had an affair with Harrison Ford during Star Wars. Yeah, no surprise. But apparently, it said like everyone said, like Harrison Ford had they said brain annihilating weed like on set every day, <laughs> and she would just like they'd smoke up in her apartment, just not be able to do anything. I mean, uh, Harrison Ford was gorgeous back in the day. Yeah. Good luck and and that's going to be in Blade Runner twenty forty. Yeah, that's uh, coming up in a couple weeks, huh? Yeah, soon. With, uh, is it Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling. And Jared Leto. Ryan Gosling is gorgeous, but, um, there's just something about him that's just very blah to me. What's that? I think he's just like, hey, I'm this character, blah. Yeah, sort of. He's basically saying, what's the, what's the movie, Blue Valentine, is it, with Michelle Williams? Yeah, where he's like, Where he's just a hard, like, he's kind of a, a boozy house painter. Yeah. And Michelle Williams has the most realistic... Sex ever because it's so fucking boring. That movie was it was it was good. Yeah. It was just kind of brutal though, because like mm-hmm. you know she was growing out of the relationship. And yeah, like, he wasn't. Yeah, and she didn't really quite want to be in that relationship yeah. to begin with. Yeah, because they go to that weird like sex room. Yeah. Well, they were in a hotel, like a nice hotel room or whatever. And well, they have like I think and it was on that like outer space or something. Like yeah, that. I think they had those in, like the Poconos and shit yeah. or in Valley Forge even. They used to have them in the Sheridan. I would like to get one for one. It's just one place. <laughs> It's like I want to go in the jungle room. Jungle room, yeah. It's like I want to. I want to tell people I was on safari, but I'm too much of a wimp to go. That was that's where Ben Lakota went. Oh, probably <laughs> Japan room. <laughs> oh, I did watch Asia Argenta's newer movie that was out uh, two years ago. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. called Incompressa. Yeah. Charlotte Gainsbourg is that how you say her last name? Gainsbourg? Yeah. Is amazing in it. Like mm-hmm. I keep saying, like I was listening to our like? last pro- our last podcast, and I'm like, ah, I keep saying, I'm like, 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 like. I'll try to cut it out, except for that. <laughs> she is supposed to be kind of loosely based, I think, off uh, Asia's mother, mm-hmm. and she looks eerily kind of like 
Asia's mother. It's yeah. Uh, it's a good. Uh, it's a, it's a good watch. You feel super bad for this little girl, yeah. and Asia's uh, daughter is in it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the like thing because I want to. I want to broach something with you in the field. Okay. So you have a verbal crutch. Mm-hmm. I always edit it out. When you you get like when you're <laughs> struggling for words, you say the word fartgasm. You do, <laughs> and I cut it out every time, <laughs> no, and you can't help it. And I just it's a lot of work. Fartgasm. Fart. See, there you go. <laughs> Oh, we have I know, fun. Now that I said it, you're going to like take it. And that would be great. Just fart, 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 fart. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were for real. No. I was like, wow. No more than me. I'm trying to think. I have like. Yeah, I keep seeing. Well, like... I say like and I try to. Um... And I don't think we were like that before. I don't know no. if we're just getting weaker in our. <laughs> we just, we're getting just stupider. Um, another one I do is. Just that I'll make a nonsense word and then I'll pause. Usually it's so or anyway. Anywho. Anywho. And those are easy to edit out because they look like jellyfish. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're not professional. Uh, we get paid the mad dough. We do pay dollars. We get that pickle feather money. <laughs> so what you got going on today? Uh, nothing. Yeah. I got a... I'm still recovering from my... Journey across the sea. It took me like a week to get over fucking jet lag. Which might be another reason I didn't have a good time over there is I think I was recovering from my jet lag. Yeah, probably. The day I left, my, my poop chute gets all fucked up. Well, stop sticking stuff in there. <sighs> Wish I was about to. <laughs> I was like, if this would make it feel better, I would. <laughs> and then I kept in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, I don't know. I got some homeworks to do. Got to talk about LCAT behavior. Cool. And entropy and... I know what entropy I'm probably is. just going to play video games instead. I got to label cells, tissues and stuff. Yeah. That's not really hard. No. I pretty much did all my homework Friday because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, 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 like. Mm-hmm. Fartgasm. Fartgasm. I was just wasn't sure if my grandmother was going to make it through the weekend. Yeah. I, just, mm. I was like, might as well do this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's about it. Yep. Well, that's about it for me. You got anything else going on today? Nah, not that I... I'm going over to my parents. I might go visit my grandmother again. We'll see. So, mm. that's about it. And, oh, I got to take Victor to CHOP tomorrow. Oh, uh, for being bad? Yes. I'm taking yeah. him to the baby hospital. Yeah. Now he's got to get his... Uh, it's been... Isn't it crazy? Two years already since he's had that surgery. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they have to check and see if everything's all right. Mm-hmm. He's excited to go in because there's elevators in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a... Well, they have to be there at 7 a.m. Oh, that's sorry. Well, at least you won't hit traffic. Yeah. No, a, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But getting him up and in the car is going to be... And myself up. Oh. We usually get up and... I have to take care of a new co-op. You uh, know what that's like? What? It's like someone stick, drops a dog off at your uh, front door and then runs away. <laughs> not that I don't have some good co-ops. Well, I have one fun. that listens. Elizabetta, I think, still listens. So she, I'm not talking about you, Betsy. Sure. Anyway. Anyway, I guess that's a wrap. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll no, get No, this one. is a wrap. My name is Lou Sessa in the Southside Street, and I'm going to do stuff like smoke uh, weed. That was really bad. It's, uh, it's a work in progress. <laughs> I will say this. I would like to do something cool for our Halloween episode. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe God help us. We, maybe we'll do a live cast or something. Yeah, or, we could always do that. Well, we'll talk about it later. We'll think about it. Cool. If For anyone now, has any ideas, yeah. 
just hit us up on Facebook. Maybe we'll actually do a topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Try South Street on Face of the Book. Maybe we'll do horror movie something. Oh, that'd be good, actually, yeah. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Fartgasm and our website. www.trashhousestreet.com. You know where to find us at this point. All right, bye-bye. Have a good week. Yeah, if you listen this far, you're... Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 Laters. Do, 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 do. Laters. Laters.